This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, the 2nd of September. In your Squiz today, an update on the economy, Biden's new focus, millions without power in Louisiana, and mumbling men. This is your Squiz today. We're starting with the economy this morning, Claire, so I hope you've had your morning coffee. Official figures on the state of the economy were released yesterday. The good news is they were better than expected. The economy grew by 0.7% between April to June, which means annual growth was at an all-time high of 9.6%. But we know there's a lot going on with COVID amongst this, so take us through it. There is a big but in there, Mm. isn't there? And, of course, we know that uh, when we get out and about at the moment, if you live in Victoria, in New South Wales, in the ACT, um, but also other places that our economy isn't what it was before the pandemic, and that, of course, then has a big impact on our economic growth. What we know about the last period of time, that April to June, of course, remember that was pre-Sydney's lockdown, which didn't start to the end of June. And then, of course, since then, a number of states and cities have done stints in lockdown when you look at July and August. Uh, We know that the economy was tracking pretty well. Uh, We're buying record levels of clothing and footwear, clearly a lot of internet shopping going on, Uh, also a lot of home furnishings and office equipment. Uh, What we weren't doing, though, to previous levels is uh, using transport, which is fairly obvious, uh, but also we weren't buying at cafes and restaurants as much as we were previously. So that has all had an impact. Looking forward, uh, July and September, that's going to be pretty difficult. Economists say that could be something like a 4% whack. Uh, And then when you look at October and December, well, that really depends on how these lockdowns go. Yep. COVID and the economy is something we'll be talking about for a while yet. Whether lockdowns continue is being discussed a lot with Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk and Western Australia Premier Mark McGowan not on board with the national plan to open borders. So yeah, as we say, plenty more to come in terms of COVID and the economy. While we're on numbers, a quick update on housing prices. Depending on which side of the picket fence you're sitting on, selling or buying, the news that house prices have risen over 18% in the last year is either amazing or absolutely terrible. It's the fastest yearly increase since 1989. Hobart led the way with 24.5% annual growth. Regional house prices were also up 21.6%. In dollar terms, something to think about over your Avo Toast, Australia's median property price rose by $103,400 in the last year. On to international news, and US President Joe Biden has spoken publicly for the first time since US troops got out of Afghanistan. He's defended the decision to leave and in his comments emphasised the shift in focus from threats in the Middle East to those presented by countries such as Russia and China. It means a renewed focus on the Indo-Pacific, which is our neck of the woods, Claire. 
It certainly is. And in focus yesterday was that 70th anniversary of the signing of the ANZUS Treaty. Uh, Both Prime Minister Scott Morrison and President Joe Biden made comments about that, talking up the relationship that we have, uh, of course, with New Zealand in the mix there too. What Joe Biden said is that that partnership is as essential as it's ever been uh, to support a free and open Indo-Pacific. Of course, we've talked a lot in recent months about the US-China relationship Mm. and it's set to continue to be top billed. And while we're talking about ANZUS, it's the topic for our Squiz Shortcut this week, Claire. Yeah, it's interesting to look back at that document and also what it has meant in action over the years since the 1950s. Of course, the United States has become more and more important to Australia as we moved away from Britain. We take a look at how it came to be, where things are at now and what the new focus is for the alliance. One quick fact for you, the only time the treaty has ever been invoked was after September 11. I'll put a link to the Squiz Shortcut in your episode notes, but as always, you can find it in your podcasting app. Checking in on the situation in the state of Louisiana now in the US in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. Conditions are pretty terrible, Claire. It's swelteringly hot and humid and millions are without electricity or running water. It's a situation that could go on for weeks as they work to repair power lines. Yeah, and when you say hot, uh, they're achieving temperatures of around 40 degrees Celsius at Mm. the moment. And, of course, you can imagine how difficult that is without electricity and running water. So it's a pretty grim situation there. Uh, New Orleans is now under a nighttime curfew. Uh, They're worried about looting in the city. Of course, there's a lot of damage there and a lot of difficulty for law and order to be kept uh, and a long way to go before that city and that region gets back to normal. The death toll currently sits at four and is still expected to rise. On to environmental news now and a new report has found that nearly half of the world's wild tree species are at risk of extinction and it's land clearing and animal farming that are the biggest threats here Claire. Yeah, in the past we've talked about what's been happening in Brazil with the clearing of the Amazon for farming land and that has really been a big issue when it comes to that tree loss. It's also followed by logging, um, development and fires. Uh, One thing that's bottom of the list is climate change, but just an asterisk on that and that is that the study didn't factor in how that might have affected some of those other categories like fires and those sorts of things. So Brazil really is in focus when it comes to that tree loss, but what experts say is it's something that we all need to be concerned about. Trees are often talked about as being the backbone of the natural ecosystem, and their decline has knock-on effects on everything from oxygen production to ingredients for medicine and construction, as well as being habitats for animals and insects. Each day of the Paralympics, we're featuring an athlete or a sport you might not know about. Today, the spotlight is on canoeist and kayaker Curtis McGrath. He's also an Invictus Games ambassador, Claire. Yeah, he's an Afghanistan war veteran. He's 33 years old. He had both of his legs amputated in 2012 after a landmine explosion left him badly injured. Uh, But what he did was promise himself in recovery that he was going to compete at the Paralympic Games, and that's what he's doing. He's up today uh, as he starts his campaign in the canoeing. He's up at 10.55am today. Heading into day nine, Australia is sitting at eighth on the medal tally, 13 gold, 23 silver, 24 bronze. 
A new study, Claire, from the University of California has found that men who mumble are considered by women to be more attractive. And their hypothesis is that it has something to do with evolution. Yeah, what researchers say that basically there's a link between male traits and being more masculine if you're a mumbler. Yep, it found that men who were harder to understand were considered more attractive. It was the opposite case for women. Women who spoke with more clarity were ranked as more attractive. Not sure if he mumbles, but one man who clearly mustn't be paying too much attention to recent house prices is 19-year-old Cooper Town. He's hoping to trade his way to a house, Claire, starting with a jar of open Vegemite. Look, I really admire anyone that wants to find creative ways to get into the property market. (laughs) Clearly, the straight up and down ways of saving money and, you know, working really hard to get a deposit and then paying your mortgage for 40 years uh, isn't his bag. What he wants to do is get a foot on that rung of property with an open jar of Vegemite and trade it all the way up to something that really makes a lot of money so that he can really get ahead with a house. He's inspired by the guy that did it in the US, trading his way from a red paperclip all the way up to a house. But that house only cost $48,000, so I think the markets are a little different. Wrapping up, if you're in need of a bit of a palate cleanser from the news, we always love a good photo competition. So check your episode notes for links to the Wildlife Photographer of the Year 2021 competition and the Bird Photographer of the Year. Of course, these are always in the Squiz Today newsletter as well. That's all from us. Have a good one. We'll be back with you tomorrow. week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.